everyone. I'm sorry not to be with you in church, um, but uh, we have to self-isolate in the rectory at the moment. And uh, so I'm going to get started with the sermon. But, you know, one of the things when you're shut in at home is that um, one of the things we love to do is jigsaw puzzles. So I'm going to start with a jigsaw puzzle this morning. You can probably see the bits on the board beside me. Oh, that one's not on the board, but that's pretty obvious. That's going to be somewhere up here. And then it gets more complicated. Oh boy, oh boy, oh boy, oh boy. Let's see how quickly I can do this. I have to admit, I have done a practice. But some of these bits look very odd, don't they? That looks more like a leg to me. I'm going to move them closer when I've got it worked out. That looks like a leg, I think you'll agree. Then it gets complicated, doesn't it? Got another arm up here, probably. Yes, that looks right. That seems to fit. I was doing in this church, I'm sure I'd have some really good helpers. That looks about right. Maybe. Yup. Ta-da! Well, there you go. You get to meet Bert, the body man. Because the truth of thinking about it from the Bible today is that the church is the body of Christ. So I thought I had to have the help of Bert, the body man, for that. But I'm not sure you like the artwork. Um, well, thank you to my niece for her help with that. But it does raise the question to start with, what an amazing thing what an amazing creation the human body is i think we think of a lot of our modern inventions we think they're pretty amazing but the funny thing is that with our inventions good though they are we often end up doing something that god did beforehand he got there first um let me think of some examples uh our modern inventions. We think our cameras are amazing, don't we? And they are great. It's amazing what you can do with a mobile phone. They get better and better, don't they? But the human eye is more sensitive and more powerful than our cameras. It's nice and warm in our home at the moment. We like our central heating systems in our homes. Of course, 100 years or so, ago people didn't have central heating but we've got them we've got the pipes full of hot water carrying all the temperature the heat to the um to the radiators in our homes and good thing too nice in church as well but god got there first you know we've got a circulation system in our bodies all the veins and arteries that carry the blood and the oxygen and everything else is important all around to the different rooms of our body if you like God did it first. Or we think of how 
amazing the communication revolution is at the moment, social media, the internet. It's so much easier to get information and messages uh, from one person to other, from one side of the world to the other. But actually the human brain with its 12 to 14 billion cells, each of them connected to about 10,000 neighboring cells, exchanges data at a speed and at a volume which puts our computers and our communication networks to shame. God did it first. At each one of those things, if you think about it, the eye, the circulation system in our bodies, our brain's messaging, each one on their own is amazing. Put them all together, wow, that's phenomenal. Now, my Bible verse for us to think about is from 1 Corinthians chapter 12, it's verse 27, where Paul says, now you, you Christians in Corinth, you are the body of Christ, and each one of you is a part of it. What he's saying there, and in that lovely reading that we had, is that God has designed us all, we Christians, in little local churches like ours, us all to work together in his body, the church. We belong together and we've all got a part to play. So I want to go through my jigsaw puzzle bit by bit and show that. But just think, for example, what was needed to make the service today happen as we'd like it to function? What was needed for church to be church today? Well, we needed to start with some organizers. If I can, that sounds rather boring, isn't it? But it's so important, isn't it? The people that put their hands to getting things ready for us to be in church together on a Sunday. Uh, most of us just rock up at nine o'clock or 11 o'clock or 9.05 or 11.05. Um, but somebody like Alison, our administrator, has done all sorts of things long before that happens. She's got the slides together so that stuff goes up on the screen. She's updated the website with information for this week and produced a notice sheet so that everybody's got um, Zoom links for all the different meetings that we have. Um, she's got a phone call from somebody that's going to fix the, uh, the boiler because that hasn't been looked at for six months and she's organised that. Somebody else has paid the bills for the boiler to be serviced. Think of the amazing work that Miles Bailey, our treasurer, has done as an, an organiser for six years or so. So the organisers, they're very important. We, we couldn't run church without them. If we took that arm off, it wouldn't be a body, would it? The organisers. Uh, what about the welcomers? We've needed them today, haven't we? Even actually in the online service, people need to be welcomed. They need to be uh, organised so that they can have the Zoom meeting and, and tune in. That all needs to be set up. But certainly when it comes to church, um, the first person you meet as you come to the church building, that's really important, isn't it? On the way in, people sometimes are a bit nervy about coming back to church, having not been for a while. And how lovely it is to have it all explained so people know exactly what they're supposed to do in a slightly different setting of going to church than they're used to. 
Uh, we can't do lots of hugs and greets like that. So a smile is really important. We appreciate that, don't we? Uh, very important that the church gets cleaned at the moment. Somebody's got to make sure that everything's wiped down so that we're absolutely as safe as we can be. Um, very important that it, it looks nice. It's the sort of place we want to be. The flowers are part of that. It's all part of the welcoming, isn't it? I mean, actually, if you think about it, how amazing that we have a building at all to meet in. That's only because Christians down the years, down the centuries, have been committed to welcoming us today. We owe them big time. So welcoming is a key part of what makes a service happen. And lots of people are involved in that way, in different ways. Some people actually, I think the really crucial work of, of welcoming people to Christ himself. That probably has to happen before people feel really at ease in church, doesn't it? But there are lots of people doing that sort of thing. Uh, welcoming people to TOTS, welcoming people to Christianity Explored courses, putting out a, a newsletter as Sarah Glout's done for years and years and years, just so people know what's going on in the church. If that sort of thing didn't happen, if we took this arm away, I bet there are some people that wouldn't be with us in church today. So the welcomers, another vital bit of the body. Um, you probably don't need me to spend long on this, but I'm going to say it anyway. What about the tech team? Well, in the last few months, we've really discovered how important they are. Actually, they've been important for a long, long time. So many things happen in church life because the tech team have worked out how to make the sound system work, how to make the projection work, and so on and so forth. We certainly notice it now, don't we? And in case you think you make this mistake of thinking, oh, the tech team, they're not really very sort of artistic. They're just sort of techie people. Let me say that actually the artistic side of what they're doing is really important as well. Making the website nice to look at so people want to come to it. That's a key thing, isn't it? Getting the cameras in the right place for the best visual effect for the projecting and so on. We would certainly have noticed it if we didn't have that bit of the body in recent months. Let me put up another little label. I think you'll uh, realize how important this one is. How important for our services that we have a naught to 18s team, a team looking after the children work from the very youngest to uh, the teenage years and so on, the naught to 18s. I will say I am passionately committed to our church being the best possible family church we can be. I don't know if you thought about this, but lots of people like their families, like their young children to grow up in the countryside, out of town, outside of towns. And for that to happen for Christians, well, we really need village churches to run children's work to the best ability. And I'm committed to us doing that at All Saints if we possibly can, even if it's very difficult at the moment. It'll mean we have to try things like All Saints Kids TV. And it'll mean that um, that has to end up looking not like learning at school, but very different. I want our children's work in the church as a whole to be the sort of thing where we create an intergenerational family. That sort of feel is created. So young and old uh, get to see 
how the other half lives, if I can put it like that. It means all sorts of things like um, trying to give teenagers the freedom to ask questions spiritually. So important if you want to get them to think as Christians rather than tell them what to think. It means teaching children differently at different stages. That takes a lot of work for the teen to do, for a five-year-old to be treated differently from a 15-year-old. I love the way um, we've had the colouring books in church to keep people occupied when there's a slightly longer sermon than is easy for people to cope with them when they're young. And uh, we were asked this week, do you think, we think Josh should do one for this Sunday? Well, I actually thought part of our commitment to him doing the children's work is actually to get a really good week off during half term with Rachel. So there's no colouring book this week. Safeguarding. We're committed to that so that our children's work, our 0 to 18's work can, can flourish. Families leading the prayers. That's been a lovely thing to see happen. And when you have a three-year-old uh, working hard to say a little prayer in front of a camera, that's, even though they can't say very much, they're saying loud and clear, children are welcome here. Do you see how I mean by the 0-18s team? It's not just the All Saints kids team, there's all sorts of people that are committed to that. And it's so wonderful. If we didn't have that bit of the body, we'd be missing something crucial. And folk wouldn't be here in our service today. On we go. Oh, you know I'm going to say this. I'm going to put the music makers here. How important they are. And I don't just mean Monica, although I do think she deserves a tribute. It's a huge amount of work for her to invite people to play week after week, to fill the teams for that, to get the music ready for the different parts, to get the music out to people. Then lots of people are therefore involved in the practicing for that to happen. And the ones who can sing, they're really important now because we can't sing in church in the congregation. So really important that they go for it, not just mumbling into their sleeves, but singing up well. It's very hard to play if the congregation aren't singing as well. You feel very exposed in that. So I am hugely grateful for the sacrifices the music team are making. You don't need me to tell you that without their contribution, we'd be stuck. It wouldn't be a body, really. We'd be struggling without them. Ah, this is a fun one. This is because I've run out of time. I'm just going to put others up there. And um, maybe you're feeling a bit hard done by if I haven't got uh, something that you fit into in the rest of the body. And you think, oh, you just put others. Well, actually, I'm going to make it better. I'm going to change this slightly and put four others because that is a ministry we can all be involved in. This is for everyone. Sometimes folk that are a bit older in our church say, well, I feel really bad because I can't do as much as I used to do. But actually, I'm so glad that older people who've lived a, a lifetime of loyalty to Christ are part of our church. What an inspiration to the younger folk it is to have you. Um, anyway, volunteering has been harder for everyone during lockdown. And this attitude of being for others, 
giving myself for others is key. We often talk about the ministry of showing up. Let me just say, people that show up to church, it's much more fun if uh, there's a good crowd of people in church signing up on Wednesday, showing up on Sunday. That's a, a vital ministry. It's for others. We do it. Um, it's gift day today, and obviously there's a, a focus on giving money. That's really important. It's a wonderful contribution. It's part of the body work that we're thinking about. But how about thinking more broadly about giving yourself? I love the fact that we as a church, as a body, are a real community. It, it's wonderful if you think about it. Our children don't just grow up in a virtual reality of Snapchat and Instagram. If they're part of the church, they know lots of people in person and they are known by lots of people, younger and older. That's what it means to me that we should be the best possible family church, a community where we all fit in, the for others community. Well, that doesn't really even tell the half of the story, does it? But I hope you get the sense of the great variety there is in the body. Lots of different parts working together. God loves variety, you know. When God sends a snowstorm, he makes each snowflake different. And we're the ones that make ice cubes when we freeze water all exactly the same. He makes, he delights to make us different and have us work together. So. The question is, how are we going to stay together? How do different people with different gifts and abilities uh, stay together? And the answer is in one crucial area that I have left out. I've left it to last on purpose. That is, the body needs Jesus as the head. Colossians 1.18 says, He, Jesus, is the head of the body, the church, and for a very good reason, so that in everything he might have the supremacy. He's the one who stops church being just any old other Sunday club, Sunday football club, Sunday rugby club, Sunday stamp club, whatever it might be, Sunday gardening club. He's the one that makes it different. He is what is attractive about us. There's nothing particularly attractive about our church building. I love it, but there's nothing particularly special about nothing particularly special about us. We're just an ordinary bunch of people. But there's nothing ordinary about Jesus. What a saviour he is. There was no one like him in his life and no one like him in his death, loving us enough to die for us so we could be forgiven and be friends with God in heaven. And he directs the church through his word, the Bible. That's how he is head over the church in many ways. That's key as well. If the Bible was never opened at All Saints, it would mean that Jesus wasn't able to work as our head effectively. It would just be us organising our little society. This book gives us the knowledge and the wisdom and the relationship with God that uh, we wouldn't have otherwise at all. Well, I must stop. On to the important question, so what? It's our gift day today. So what then? Well, after all that Jesus has given to us, 
I hope that we will become givers ourselves, playing our part in the body, finding a part to play and going for it. And therefore, I want to add two other gifts, if I can, just as I close, one positive and one negative. The positive ability I think we should be after is this, availability. Availability, that's the ability we need in the church, where I'm not too fussed about my gifts. I'm available to meet whatever needs there are. And there will always be new needs bubbling up in different situations. So one positive ability, availability. And the negative one, this is one to avoid, immobility. In other words, don't get stuck in a corona rut. With Christ as our head, then there's scope for change and making progress. Together we'll do new things and we'll go with him in charge, maybe where we've never been before. So don't sell out to immobility. With Christ as head, we can move forward. Let's pray. We thank you, Lord, that you are, Jesus, the head of the body. We thank you for each other and for the way you've brought us together. Um, we thank you most of all for your loving rule over us. And we pray you'd make us into the people you would have us be, the body you would have us be. In your name, Lord Jesus. Amen.